I Love Mortgage Brokering, episode 100. Wow, episode 100. I cannot believe that we are finally at episode 100. When I initially came up with this idea for the show, I talked about, hey, I'm going to do 100 interviews and then see where it goes. So I'm going to share with you sort of, we're not done. We definitely have more that we want to do. But when I went to my wife and said, hey, I've got this idea to do this podcast, interview top brokers and learn. And and then she thought, oh, it's a good idea. And then I I slept on it for a while. And then I came back and said, no, I don't think I'm going to do it. And she said, no, no, I think you should do it. It's just how you're wired. It's in your DNA. And so she pushed me and I'm glad that she did. And so I've done some research then on how podcasts go. and, And apparently the average podcast gets to about six episodes and then just dies. And so I recorded 10 episodes before I pushed publish on the first one so that I was at least past the six mark and that way it wouldn't die at six. And uh, over that time, I've met a ton of amazing people. I've learned a lot. My network has grown like crazy and it's just been such an amazing, uh, amazing opportunity. And so I just want to share with you some numbers. So we've had 57,000 downloads, which works out to be about 1.425 million minutes uh, or 23,750 hours. And 23,750 hours works out to be 989 days or 2.71 years. So that's basically 989 days of straight 24-7 audio, which is absolutely bonkers that people have listened to. And this has all been through word of mouth, through people sharing. And someone has asked me, why are you doing this? And the I have a passion to teach. I love to teach, but I also have, I, I love the broker space and I would, I want to see the bar be raised a little bit. And I think the show, the purpose of the show is to help raise the bar for brokers. It's very broker centric and it's to to help brokers do a better job of serving their clients. Because I think mortgage brokers are in a unique position that they don't have to ask for money, that they can navigate complex financial instruments and the ones, and if you really care about your clients, you can really save them thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's a pretty unique industry. And I'm glad and excited to be a part of it. So in this episode, this is episode 100, I'm, I interview with two people, uh, Jackson Middleton of Kilted Media and Sabina Bubber of Ziva Mortgage, both amazing people. And we talk about 100 brokers who care, where the idea came from, uh, how it got growing and how it sort of started growing organically. And we didn't plan that this would be episode 100 and we did launch 100 Brokers Who Care. It was just random. It was when I looked at the publishing schedule, I'm like, hey, wait a second. We were going to put this episode out with this interview with Jackson and Sabina. And I'm like, hey, the 100th episode's coming up. And wouldn't it be great if we just inserted it right at that time? And so this uh, it's a pretty, pretty cool initiative. Check it out. Check out this episode. And if you want to be involved in 100 Brokers Who Care, Go to 100brokers.org slash join and check it out. It's totally awesome and I'm excited. Thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for sharing it. And um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And definitely if if there's anybody that you've listened to that has been in the show that has has impacted you, definitely shoot them an email or message them. They're definitely open to you saying thanks. And I I don't think that, you know, we we can definitely take the time to do that. So check it out. And I love these guys, Sabina and Jackson. This is an awesome uh, opportunity for brokers to give back. Hi, Broker Nation. I am thrilled to introduce my guests today. I have Jackson Middleton and Sabina Bubber on the call with me. This is episode 100, and I'm pretty stoked. And I want to share with you guys a cool initiative that we're starting or that we started called 100brokers.org. And hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, Scott. Thanks so much for having us on. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Uh, pretty stoked to be on this call with you. Awesome. Thanks. 
Hey Scott, good to good to be here. And a hundred podcasts—that's pretty impressive, I gotta say. I, you know, I did the math the other day before I was at a hundred, but I did the math on the number of minutes and the number of downloads, and it turned out to be like three years of time, like hours and hours of time. It was ridiculous. So wow. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. And every month seems to grow. So but I want to talk about 100 brokers because um, this is a pretty exciting thing. So I'm going to just start from the beginning and then t- and then I'm going to bring you guys in to talk about sort of how you turn this sort of idea into something awesome. And so there was a thing called 100 men who give a damn or 100 men who care. And uh, I'd seen it in Kelowna and I thought, oh, this is pretty cool. And so I reached out to Jackson. I'm like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you know, and you kind of thought, yeah, that might work. But really, the idea didn't go anywhere. And I have to the one I want to admit that ideas without people to get behind them really are worthless. And so you kind of, we hummed and hawed about it, but didn't go anywhere. And then Sabina had a problem that came up and then you brought Sabina in and she was like the, the firecracker that got everything going. And then we had a cool uh, thing that happened. So Jackson, tell me about what happened initially and then how, how we brought Sabina in and how the things actually kind of just exploded from there. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when we originally discussed it, it was like, okay, well, how do we do this? How do we how do we put forward a charitable initiative that's mostly local to a national presence? We knew it was a good idea, but we couldn't see how it would work. And that's when I don't know how long it went by weeks, months. But you know, then Sabina approached me with she wanted me to help her figure out how to promote this one thing that she had a, a a charitable thing that she wanted to do. And it was kind of, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then it was like, wait a minute, let me talk to Scott. Cause Scott wanted to do something called a hundred, hundred brokers. This could be a really good fit for that. And it ended up being kind of like, wow, people took it on. I'll let Sabina explain kind of how it carried forward and how it just kind of, I don't want to say exploded, but it really did. The The response we got from brokers as part of the initiative was just in, it was incredible to see how many people poured out their support and the, the social media, the social sharing. I mean, Sabina started a group on Facebook and I mean, there were hundreds of members right away, but it was kind of just one of those an idea that needed something to get it going. And Sabina, why don't you kind of talk a bit about that? Well, we, I think once we agreed that we had something, we had something in the idea of 100 brokers who care, we, the three of us got on a conference call and said, okay, well, how do we do this? What do we do? And I'm like, let's start with Facebook. Cause of course that's my favorite medium. And you know, Hey guys, can I create this page? 100 brokers who care. And the next thing I know, um, I'm putting my charitable cause uh, out to 100 brokers who care, adding every single person I know who's a broker across the country. Um, Which, into by this the way, group. I will add, I'll add, is everyone. Sabina knows everyone. Anyways, I don't know everyone, (laughs) but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it it was it was basically people people uh, seeing that tagline "100 Brokers Who Care." And then once we had everybody into the group, I put forth this this uh, cause that I was I was behind because it was a friend of mine that was uh, needing financial assistance and everything like that, and I had started a GoFundMe page for her. And in a matter of, I think within two weeks, the broker community alone, they really pulled together and everybody understood the concept of a hundred brokers, a hundred dollars each for every cause and that kind of thing. And we really, uh, we raised $7,000 without a true 
plan together yet at that point because we were still flying by the by the seat of our pants. So $7,000 towards that family that really needed help. And through that, like our own social media shares, so mine on my page, Scott on your page, um, my own network of friends and family and that kind of thing were contributing as well as people locally in Vancouver who really um, saw what was happening and contributing, even though they had heard about this in the news, had not uh, did not know about this page. And now we ended up raising $25,000 in a very short period of time. And then we, we closed the group down because the family didn't want to ask for too much. Um, but it was uh, definitely a big thing. And and we've used 100 brokers to since then to share different causes, but wanted to have an actual plan of something that's structured and would work. Right. And, and systematize it. Systematize it, yes, so that it's not just a random ask for funds, but something that we can stand behind and say that we're raising a significant amount of money for causes that matter to our communities. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll, I didn't do this, but I should maybe just explain how the other plan program works. And then, then Jackson, you can talk about what, how we've kind of, how we've modified it to work for brokers that are in different communities and spread across. So the idea, if you don't know about the hundred men who give a damn or the hundred people who care, there's different versions of it. And it started in Halifax and it spread across to the Cayman Islands and Kelowna, Vancouver, different places. And the idea is that people would get together once, once a quarter and they would bring a hundred dollars and then they would pool their money together and they would three different initiatives or charities would get together and say, Hey, here's, here's our need. And then they would give the money to that charity. So typically it's a $10,000. Some of the groups were bigger, but so then we thought, okay, how, and this is where you put your brain to work is how could we implement, do that when we weren't actually going to meet physically in space. So can you talk about how the hundred brokers who care, uh, how that's going to work? Yeah. What I noticed when I did the research, and I had never actually heard of this. So when Scott, when you brought it to me, it's like all new. And I'm thinking, well, what a great idea. And I, so I started researching it. And I ended up looking at, I think, about 25 different websites that promoted this concept in, in different forms. And all of them had one thing in common, that they were lo supporting a local charity and that they met locally. And that doesn't work for brokers across the country. Um, I think there's the support there to, to be involved in a charitable initiative initiative locally. I mean, what does it make sense if we're if we're living in BC, what does it make sense if somebody in Win a local charity in Winnipeg gets supported? So we ended up kind of thinking, well, the first thing we're going to have to do is separate it out regionally. So we created four different regions, BC, the prairies, eastern Canada, and Atlantic Canada. And we're hoping to be able to, to get 100 brokers in each of those regions. So essentially 100 brokers will be 400 brokers, but 100 brokers sounds cool, so we'll just call it that. And then we, so we can address the local issue that way. The other thing that I noticed, again, is that everyone met in person, which means, unfortunately, the website didn't get much attention. So they didn't keep up to date their website. A lot of kind of, hey, the next initiative will be in May 2015. Well, that was almost a year ago. So the, the websites aren't up to date. You're not really promoting anything. So one of the things that we kind of discussed as we were going and we were kind of growing the idea was the fact that we have to not only support a local charity, but I think there's something to be said about putting forward charities or charitable initiatives or causes like the one Sabina had uh, on GoFundMe and putting them forward for awareness. Because as Sabina said, although the brokers only gave 7,000, 25,000 was raised from social networks, from other people. And it was just 
by the fact that it was there and there was sharing that more support was raised. So if we can use the website not only to support a local charity, but to also raise awareness for local charities, then that would be good. Now, a lot of what I noticed in the 100 Men Who Care, that, those kind of groups, was we'll call them the 100 groups, was that they were very, very pleased with themselves about not being able to, not having any administration costs. And that's, that's fair, and I think we should try and keep the administration costs as low as we possibly can, but I think outdated websites are a product of no administration costs. It's a very big task to bring together a website, to keep the blog up to date, to create a member's directory. So what we've what we've suggested is a $100 initial fee, which covers your first year membership and um, the setup on the web page. And then uh, we'll evaluate it as we go, but $50 per member to keep the website up to date and blogs. So Instead, it's not just going to be a static page where it's kind of like, oh, okay, this is a good idea, but we're, we're going to try and continue to use the website and update the blog and bring charities and causes for awareness on the blog that brokers can use, that broker members can use in their own social media. So it's kind of grown from just a hundred people getting together in a room and networking to a hundred brokers or 400 brokers nationally um, uniting under one badge, the hundred brokers and supporting and putting forward a lot of different charitable initiatives, both locally and nationally. Right. And so then maybe Sabina, you can talk on this. So how do they sell? What's the plan for selecting which initiatives are going to be brought forward towards the members for each region? Well, we'll be we'll be looking for each region to submit uh, to the board the the causes that they want to support, and then the board will narrow it down to three causes uh, based on what's been submitted um, that that would then be voted on by the community. So the the hundred brokers in that region would then vote on those top three causes, and then once a cause is decided upon with those uh, with those three. Uh, those three causes, then, then essentially the the money has already been collected up front, so that would initially uh, immediately go to raise ten thousand dollars for that cause. Uh, so that those funds would be received immediately, no matter whether they're through GoFundMe page or or an actual uh, charitable organization or or whatever it is that that would happen. So that's how that would work. Now I should just kind of put in here as well is we're still trying to figure this out you know there's no I don't really think anybody has tried to move this to an online national platform obviously we're going to do a lot of things right but we're probably going to make some mistakes so uh, one of the ideas and this was uh, to just the ease the administration would be to do the annual fee so I know that Scott you were kind of we should be paying up front once although it's we do a one charity per quarter, and every broker donates $100 per that. The the trying to get people to email money transfer $100 here every quarter, you know, it would probably just be easier to collect that money up front. And Scott, I know you've been working on some different ideas on how to collect that money, but I think we were also going to, as we assemble five member boards per region, that they would provide some input on how we can collect that money as well. 
Yes. Um, for, for locally for BC, for the funds raised in BC, I've uh, established a lawyer's trust account for the funds that would be used for a charitable for the charitable part. And then the hundred dollars that's going towards what I would call a setup cost. You what you call Jackson, a setup call. I a setup fee. I actually de- deem my marketing budget on this yeah, because definitely. I, I I've found that over the last few years, I've really started to increase my use of social media. My website is uh, ridiculously awesome now. I hate to brag about it, but I love my website. And, um, you know, sharing my blogs and, and sharing 100 broker blogs through my website will bring more leads to my blogs, which increase my Google rankings and has worked actually to bring me leads every year. So um, in a selfish way, that $100 is, is, um, is helping me to promote my uh, social uh, and community involvement uh, via the web. Uh, and I think that's why I, I like this format quite a bit because I don't have to get out of my desk every four, four times a year to have a meeting that I can't actually tell anybody about. Right. You know what I like about it as well is that it's not a lot of money, but it's a big impact. So a lot of money per individual, but the overall impact can be significant for the cause that ends up getting the, the money. And so you know, it's a hundred bucks per quarter. It's not that much money, but the impact is huge. And Jackson, maybe just touch on some of the other collateral, uh, because I, I think the membership fee is hundred percent justified. I, I have no, like in my mind, I can't imagine somebody would think that that's like an unfair amount of money. You've got to manage it. We got to run the, you know, the voting, all that stuff has still got to be done. So it's not like there's not some work that's always being done, but can you talk about the collateral that a mortgage broker would be able to use then to, say that, hey, I'm involved in this, I'm, one, I'm a mortgage broker, and the fact that it's limited is also, it kind of makes it a little bit cool too. So tell me about the collateral that a broker could use. Sure. Yeah, as, as we as we kind of go, we'll figure out more collateral. But right now we've got a, a design package with uh, different badges that can be used in email signatures and that can be used on websites. And as part of the blog, we're going to do some PR stuff. So we'll have a, when we do support a charity, we'll have a, a piece that's written that can be used on any mortgage brokers, any one of our members' blogs, so they can uh, share it that way. I mean, hey, if you want to send it out to the local paper or whatever, you know, that you were part of this initiative that raised 10000 See, I gave $100 to a charity isn't nearly as exciting for the paper as Mm -hmm. I'm part of an initiative that just donated $10,000. And I think that each broker can receive some of that. And, you know, I I go back and forth with this, and this may be just a personal journey. I know we've all kind of gone through it is, is it wrong to promote the fact that we're charitable? Well, if, if you look at it, it's going to cost, let's say, $500 a year, $450 a year after the first year. Well, $400 of that dollars has gone towards supporting a charity, and it's cost you $50 to get badges so that you can share it socially. A lot of brokers spend a lot more money in print, in radio, in online advertising that goes to corporations' pockets. I would much rather be involved in an initiative that's supporting local charities and let people know that you do it. I don't see that there's anything wrong with that, and I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to continue developing collateral and having other people join in and support the causes that were there. But I, I think, yeah, you guys touched on. It. I think the the limited membership of 100 per um, per region will help us with the administration, keep everything nice and tight, and yeah, it's it's a really good marketing opportunity, if anything. And it's an elite group. Um, 100 brokers per region, British Columbia, Prairies, uh, Ontario, and Atlantic Canada. 
Um, we have a lot more than 400 brokers across nationally. It will be an elite group raising $160,000 a year towards charity. And uh, I, I, I'm happy to be part of this group. Yeah, it's it's pretty freaking awesome. I don't want to say any any bad words because it'll give me an explicit rating on the show, but <laughs> it's awesome. I'm so excited that you guys, that Jackson, that you took the idea, and then Sabina, you were like the firecracker that's like, let's make it happen. And and then of course Jackson, you have the skill set to be able to actually pull this off because neither one of Sabina or I don't know how to build this kind of stuff. Um, and so to make it look awesome and something that we'd want to be a part of. So I'm so excited about where this is going to go. And it'd be really cool in like 12 or 18 months to be like, hey, we put a hundred and the mortgage broker community put $160,000 back into the local community and did some really awesome stuff that, and we all part, played a little part in it, but it only happens with a large group of people, right? It doesn't happen. One person couldn't do this. That sounds like a Globe and Mail article to me or a Financial Post article talking about how the broker community actually cares. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree totally. I think there is something to be said there. I think our industry has to, you know, obviously we don't have the big marketing budgets like the big banks do. We can't do TV ads, uh, not a lot of us anyways. So the the importance is we, we gather together as an industry and we do what we can and we be charitable. Um, I love it. Uh, mm -hmm. The other thing that I should note, Scott, is um, we're making it so that brokers are the ones who nominate the charities. And I think we do this very specifically because we're not necessarily looking to just throw money at charities. A lot of the people who are going to be involved with 100 brokers are already charitable themselves. They get the they get the what we're doing and they're looking for opportunity to invest maybe in local charities and local boards. So instead of just bypassing the broker members as uh, a part of the process and just say, okay, charities, come on and submit directly to us. No, d develop a relationship with the broker and that broker might actually want to, you know, become more involved and, and donate more time or money or effort uh, as they see fit in the local community. And then take that charitable initiative and promote it to the group and say, hey, let's put this forward for consideration. And as we do that, and as our brokers put forward initiatives, you know, as Sabina said, we'll, we'll break them down into, we'll get all the submissions per quarter will be reviewed by the board, and then three will be put forward for voting, and then we'll figure out some kind of online platform for all the, the brokers to vote on. We'll have 48 hours to vote or something on the charities, but we'll promote all the charities on the blog. So, the initiative here for us is to be charitable and to get to know the, the charities, get to know the local causes. And that goes beyond just what we can support as a group one time. So totally love it. Anything else you want to add, Sabina? Um, I wanted to say, um, because it is an, a, a, a tight group of people, we've got 100 brokers in each region that we are limiting it to brokers. So unfortunately, at this time, we won't be including lenders in this uh, initiative, as uh, as there is a marketing component to it with the admin fee and everything like that. So we are limiting it to mortgage brokers to to be involved. Mm hmm. You know, and I, I remember reading somewhere, doing good is good for business. I think I, I'm I'm excited about what, what we're doing with this. And uh, yeah, and then anybody who's interested in becoming, maybe we don't have, we have some of the boards filled, seats filled, but how do people join the board? Does anybody want to tackle that? Like how does somebody put an, put their hand up and say, hey, I think I would be good board material or I'd be interested in being more Yeah, involved. so far so far, what we've done is we've got a contact form on the website that says, hey, you know, if you think you'd be good, put it forward. We've had some great people put their names forward already. Um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're kind of looking for, I mean, we're looking for a broker who's been in the industry for a while and has connections. I mean, what's your responsibility as a board member? Well, to promote what we're doing, to promote the hundred brokers uh, in order to fill up the, the members in your region. But from there, it would be then, you know, selecting the charities and, and working as part of the, the promoting what we're doing. But so, I mean, if you've got a good big network, then yeah, I mean, and, and you want to be involved, it, it would be great to have you on the board. Awesome. And so where can people find this online if they're listening to this in their car or they're at their gym and they're like, I want to check this out. Where would they go? That'd be 100brokers.org. 100brokers.org. Guys, I really appreciate you, both of you and uh, for making this a reality. This is, uh, my hair is blown back with sort of (laughs) from idea to like something so awesome. And it's already been getting just organically, it's been growing like crazy. So I'm excited for this to be the 100th episode to get it out and uh, to share it with the broker community. And I hope you guys, man, I hope we just, bliss blows up and becomes awesome. Thanks so much, Scott. It was a great idea. So excited to be part of it. I'm pumped. Thanks, Scott.